Hello, this is Snegdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 12th of February. While Arvind Kejriwal is all set to take oath as the Chief Minister on February 16th at Ramlila Maidan in Delhi, things are looking glum in Congress. The party, which didn't even manage a single seat in the recently concluded Delhi elections, suffered another bump today as its senior leader PC Chako resigned as the head of the All India Congress Committee Delhi. This comes a day after the party's Delhi unit president Subhash Chopra also resigned from his position. Chako was condemned by many as he made a statement saying that the party's decline had begun under Sheila Dixit itself. He was criticised by many Congress leaders, the first of whom was Milind Deora. The rift inside the party though became even more evident today as Delhi Mahila Congress Chief and Party Spokesperson Sharmishta Mukherjee called out senior Congress leader Peach Dambram for celebrating the defeat of BJP in the Delhi Assembly elections. In a sarcasm-ridden tweet, Mukherjee said, and I quote, With due respect, sir, just want to know, has INC India outsourced the task of defeating the BJP to state parties? If not, then why are we gloating over Ahmadmi Party's victory rather than being concerned about our drubbing? And if yes, then we might as well close shop. Unquote. Meanwhile, BJP is dealing with its own losses, even though they won more seats this time compared to the last assembly elections. The party's Delhi chief Manoj Tiwari reportedly offered to resign after the party's defeat in the elections. However, sources say that the BJP High Command has turned down his resignation. To know more about what's going on at the Ahmadmi Party's office, do read Ayan's report titled The Dawn of a New Era in Indian Politics, a day of jubilation at the AAP office in Delhi. Mastermind of the Mumbai terror attack and Lashkar-e Taiba founder Hafiz Saeed has been sentenced to 11-year jail term by an anti-terrorism court in Pakistan. The sentence is related to two terror financing cases. Saeed was designated a terrorist by the United Nations and the US had even placed a $10 million bounty on him. The court sentenced him to five and a half years and imposed a fine of 15,000 rupees in each case. The sentences of both cases will run in succession. The anti-terrorism court had indicted Saeed and his close aides on December 11th in the terror financing cases. In both the cases, the prosecution produced close to 20 witnesses who testified against Saeed and his aides for their involvement in terror financing. Saeed has pleaded not guilty in both the cases. The counter-terrorism department had registered 23 FIRs against Saeed and his accomplices in different cities of Punjab province in Pakistan. In October last year, the Financial Action Task Force, an intergovernmental body that sets standards for fighting illicit finance globally, had indicted Pakistan for failing to deliver on 22 out of 27 targets it had set for the country. The second group of foreign diplomats reached Srinagar today to survey the ground situation in Jammu and Kashmir six months after the centre ended the state's special status. The group includes envoys from Germany, Canada, France, Italy, Poland, New Zealand, Mexico, Afghanistan, Austria, Uzbekistan, as well as envoys from the European Union. The group went for a boat ride on the Dal Lake after their trip to the town of Baramulla in North Kashmir was cancelled due to bad weather. They also had a lunch meeting with local business folks and politicians. The group is also scheduled to get a briefing from the army and meet some locals, including a group of young people being trained in the government's skilled society program. The group is set to go to Jammu tomorrow, where they will meet Lieutenant Governor G.C. Murmu and the civil administration. 
Afghan envoy Tahir Qadri tweeted saying that the local media has urged the government to restore broadband internet in the region without which it is very difficult for them to report. Just in October last year, more than 20 members of parliament from the European Union had been taken to Kashmir on what was called a quote-unquote guided tour. Talking of Kashmir, do read Rayan Nakash's report on how the only place to go online during the communications blackout in the valley was the government's media center where journalists and their journalism both were cut down to size. His report is titled Panopticon of Fear and Rumors Inside Kashmir's Media Center During Lockdown. We want to bring you more of such ground reports to show you the complete picture of what's really going on, something that big media houses often miss due to all kinds of pressure, be it from sponsors or the government. At News Laundry, however, we don't have any such chains binding us down because we are a 100% ad-free news platform. We believe that in order for news to serve the public, the public needs to pay for it, not advertisers or anyone else. So here's requesting you to please go to www.newslaundry.com and click on the subscribe button on the top right corner of the website. The lowest plan starts from 300 bucks a month. BJP leader and education minister of Assam, Himanta Biswa Sarma has said that the state will introduce a law to convert all government run madrasas and ashrams where Sanskrit language is taught into high schools and higher secondary schools. Saying that the process will be completed in the next 2 months, the minister at an event in Guwahati said that since the state is a secular institution, it cannot fund any religious teaching. He said that the Assam government has been running madrasas and Sanskrit tolls or ashrams and it is a result of this that today Assam has nearly 1200 madrasas and 200 Sanskrit tolls. The BJP leader said the decision was taken because there is no independent board to regulate them due to which a lot of malpractices occur in issuing certificates to students. Pope Francis has ruled against ordaining married men in the Amazon region. His decision is being seen as a means of addressing the shortage of Catholic priests. The proposal to allow the ordination of married men in remote areas was made by bishops at a landmark meeting in October last year. Catholic priests are required to adhere to celibacy upon ordination except in cases where married Anglican ministers have converted. Like in all religions, celibacy is seen as the devotion of one's life to God. The Pope said there was a need for ministers who can understand Amazonian sensibilities and culture from within. He urged bishops to promote prayer for priestly vocations and to encourage those who want to become missionaries to opt for the Amazon region. The conservative wing of the Catholic Church, especially in Europe and North America, have been vocally against the idea of allowing married men because they think it will lead to the global abolition of celibacy. Oh, and by the way, the Pope also announced that he has decided not to allow women to serve as deacons, which is a lower rank than priest in the Catholic Church. Now for some homegrown stuff from newslaundry.com. A lot has been said, both good and bad, about the Aam Aadmi Party's freebies for Delhi janta. To understand it better, do read Vivek Kaul's latest piece for News Laundry titled "The Freebie Economics of Arvind Kejriwal and Why It Is Not What It Seems." Dear listeners, to celebrate the eighth birthday of News Laundry, we are conducting a special live recording of our weekly podcast, News Laundry Hafta, at Bedlam in Hoskas Village in Delhi on Saturday, fifteenth of February at three p.m. Delhi folks, mark your calendars. By the way, this is a subscribers-only event. 
non-subscribers, if you don't want to suffer from major FOMO, spare 300 bucks and subscribe to News Laundry. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.